the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever heard a verse of Scripture as if for the first time? Have you ever noticed a connection that in many hearings past you simply ignored? There is something that is contained in tonight's gospel that I had not noticed for many years, and I didn't notice it until I was writing this sermon. There is a stunning juxtaposition that's contained in one sentence of this reading. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. If someone were telling you a story about someone who had been given all power by God, for this is what all things into his hands means, if you were introduced to such a person who came directly from God and was about to return to God, would you expect him to put on a towel or an apron? Think about it. You would naturally expect such a person to maybe put on a crown or assume some stance of power. This is what the world has taught us to expect. Why did then the evangelist make the first part dependent on and connected to the second? The second part of the sentence derives from the first. It means that the one person with control of all things willingly performs the humblest act of a servant. The connection between the two ought to stun us into silence and awe. With this one vivid scene, we see the Lord and teacher, as he admits that he is, take on the role of a servant in an ordinary upper room while the forces of evil are going mad outside. Men who are drunk with their own power and cleverness are plotting to kill him as he quietly takes off his robe, puts on a towel, and kneels before his students and friends. This is a situation that only God would have dreamed up. But Jesus says that by this act, he is teaching us to dream in the same manner. Even though the servant cannot rise higher than the master, as the people believed in a world that kept everyone in his or her place, the master here becomes the servant. Peter is scandalized. You will never wash my feet, he tells Jesus. But Jesus reprimands him. 
He is really saying to Peter, forget the old ways of thinking and doing. Forget the structures that kept the poor poor and the slaves in a permanent underclass from which they cannot escape. Forget what you have been taught and do as I do. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Many of us on this night, year after year, go through the motions of washing each other's feet on this sacred night, but forget to remember and to emphasize that this is a new order, not just a humble act, a drastic change to the status quo an indication that things are being turned completely upside down. Think for a moment about that world of the first century Rome. Rome controlled her subjects with an iron hand. Compassion, love, and nonviolence had no place in such a world. Slaves were not considered human beings. The emperor had unquestioned power. The father in the household, the paterfamilias, could dictate the life or death of his own children. Women were not citizens. And humility was not a virtue, but a weakness to be despised. In Israel, an occupied land, the higher clergy, Annas and Caiaphas in this instance, controlled the people by collaborating with the Roman powers. Caiaphas admits when he says during these secret machinations against Jesus, It is better that one man should die for the people. He knew how to appease Rome. Into this world comes the Son of God. And by donning on a towel and kneeling before his friends to wash their feet, he declares that in God's eyes, everything, everything is different from what Rome and the clergy declare as the order of things. Power is relinquished. It is relinquished willingly because love is stronger than power. It was unthinkable in the first century, and I would even say it's even scandalous scandalous in our own time. It is scandalous for everyone except those who truly understand the good news of God in Christ 
and dare to enter into this journey alongside our Savior to the cross. Amen.